Saskia. I'd like to welcome you to your show, TV Donut. No, it's our show. It's our show? Yes. Mine, Piers Ray's. Ours, Piers Ray. Yours, Saskia Verner's. And Hannah. Hannah. Davies. Mine too. That's right. I'm here as well. If this is your first time listening, this is a show where we pick shows from television at random. Watch the pilot, watch the finale, then we try to figure out what happened in the middle. Uh, today, unfortunately, we're watching <laughs> Hank. 2009 <laughs> on our dear friend... ABC. Oh, they did it again. They keep doing it to us, guys. I We're not surprised. We, well, I'm not surprised. We I shouldn't w- be surprised. You're right. I had very low expectations. This was actually better than I expected. Agreed. I was about yeah. to say, it wasn't that bad. It was definitely like not the I mean, worst we've watched. We got no. Dave Koechner. That he was fine. Kelsey Grammer was fine. Yes. Was fine. Uh, the actress was playing his wife. I'm not sure what her name is, but... She was great. I just... Everyone did fine. Yeah. Everyone did an okay job. Oh, I thought the kids were funny. The premise is funny. I mean, the premise is like Arrested Development, Schitt's Creek, both funny shows, doing the exact same thing. But they were still able to afford a house. Like, they bought a house. Well, one that didn't look great. In this town. Yeah, that's <laughs> like true. Schitt's Creek, they don't, they don't have anything. Oh, no? Belinda McGraw. They lose everything. Where do they live in Schitt's Creek? Well, they, 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 they still own the town of Schitt's Creek. Right. Because his, uh, Johnny bought it for David, his son, for like a birthday, and it was a joke. He bought him Schitt's Creek. Right. Which like nobody bought. It was like on the market for 20 years before he bought it. Uh, but they still own that. That's the only thing they still own. Right. So they own this. But where do they, they live? Own, they in own the town. No, in the town. Right? No, they stay in the motel. But do they pay for that? They work there. Oh, interesting. Partially. Not, All right. Not, this is anyway. not about Shit's Creek. No, no unfortunately. It's 2009's Hank. Which Hank. They shot, we think, 10 episodes of. Seems like in North America, only five of them aired. So we Correct. watched the first and the fifth episode of the series. Yay! The first episode is called Pilot. It's such a great title. In September of 2009. And here is the synopsis. Please. Hank Pryor, a well-known sports retail entrepreneur, and his wife Tilly have been living a comfortable life in New York City. But when Hank is forced out as CEO, he has to downsize and move back to his hometown of Riverbend, Virginia. That explains... So much. I did not know he was a speed sports retail guy. Right. He does say that that's where he opened his first store in the opening scene. Does he say like a sports store? Yes. Okay. First sporting goods store. I there. completely glazed over. It's by that one point. line, right? So it's like you, it's easy to miss. Uh, we should say this show was created by Tucker Crawley. I looked him up. He seems to be doing fine. Good for you, man. He's writing here and there. So Hank is. Uh, I was just about to say played by Fraser. <laughs> Yes, it, it is. <laughs> played by Kelsey Grammer, uh, and his wife is named Tilly, and then they have two kids, Maddie, who I'd say was probably about 15, 16. Yes. Yeah. And then Henry, who's obviously named after Hank, who I would say is probably like 9, 10. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we see they're moving out of their penthouse in New York. Tilly's super embarrassed because New York City is watching. <laughs> The whole city is watching our lives being carted away. Oh, nobody knows it's our stuff, Tilly. Get the boys, get the boys. Bring the car up right now, Mr. Pryor. Thank you, Don. Got a long drive to Virginia. I read about what happened to you in the papers, Mr. Pryor. I'm sorry you lost your everything. That was very kind of you, Don. But don't feel sorry for Hank Pryor. Never feel sorry for Hank Pryor. You can feel sorry for the woman who lives with Hank Pryor. Oh, I'm gonna miss this place, Hank. Oh, Tilly. 
Let me tell you again what I told the board of my company. This downturn is an opportunity for us to find out what we're made of, to emerge stronger, to snatch success from the jaws of failure. Oh, you should have seen their faces, too. It killed them to fire me. <laughs> bastards. Unanimous bastards. Yes. It's going to take a lot more than a hostile takeover and losing all our savings to get me down. I'm Hank Pryor. Damn it. I'm going to get us back up on top. Maybe not today. Maybe today. Maybe today. <laughs> There's the smile. Uh -oh. uh, the doorman's making fun of them. Their maid is crying. I thought the doorman was commiserating with them. Well... They seemed I don't know. It seemed like he was kind of like, oh, I read in the paper, you lost everything. Like, <laughs> maybe it was just to give us the information, but, like, that's not how you would act if you it's actually very liked him True. as a person. I thought he was just rude. Yeah. Like, not intentionally, just kind of, like, And that's us. when they said, that's oh, fine, listen, we're just going to move back to our old hometown of Riverbend, Virginia, mm. uh, <laughs> where I first opened the sporting goods store and... You know, and and he did say something like, "I didn't write the number down, but it was something like 180 stores ago." Is yeah. what he said, something like that. Jeez, an impressive empire. Yeah. So uh, Maddie's making out with her boyfriend Spencer, who I guess five Hank months did not together for five months. Not know about this relationship, and then his Hank son, seems to know nothing about his children. Yeah, this is the point of this. Is like um, Henry talks like Yoda. He says everything backwards, and which Hank also has never noticed. So, mm -hmm. like, basically, just telling us like he works all the time. He knows nothing about his own children. And his kid is the exact opposite of him. His yeah, son's name true. for him is yes, that's true. Uh, they they show up. The house looks like garbage. There's nothing inside of it. There's literally just garbage on the floor and an oven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in, in the, the middle, middle of the living room. room. Yeah, uh, it was like a classic sitcom thing, which is like, why would that happen? Like someone was trying to get it out and then gave up. And from this point forward, in both episodes, we don't leave the house. Right. We are only in this one location. Right. Which isn't strange for this type of a show. For a multi-camera sitcom, like Roseanne or. Um, trying to think of another one that takes place entirely um like i'm thinking about like everybody loves raymond fair well no and, and don't we go outside the house the street, and, and and watch the show, i don't think it's, so it's, i mean there's their good. house and their their the parents house. House. but there's other people's there's other places to go because their house is the so brother's place what's this the... oh uh david ketchner's no yeah, brad the... garrett oh so you're talking about ray yeah they do go to not to raise. No, I know, but you're talking about everybody loves Ray. Yes. Sorry. True fans of the show just call it Ray. Yes, exactly. I'm so sorry it's to okay. offend. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Maddie is pissed. She is not about this move. Uh, Hank briefly forgets they no longer have a maid, and he has to actually do things himself. Consuela. Hilarious. Hmm. So Tilly decides he's gonna she's going to teach Hank about the children. It's time for him to learn a few things and be a part of this family. Which he's strangely against she's not no she's very much for it uh he throws a board meeting with the children and elects himself leader of the family i thought that was charming that yeah. was <laughs> it does not go over well with the rest no. of the family maddie gets a call from spencer and takes off and then henry just runs away yes does he do like a backflip anyway it doesn't matter it, nothing matters both away. nothing matters until he she get angry later? Well, that's when she's kind of like, you know, this, this isn't your office. You can't just run this house like you We're ran your employer corp. But at the same time, she's like, this is your company now, is the whole point of this episode, right? 
Yes, that he has to invest his time in his family. Which is... Brother Grady shows up. He uh, seems to know Hank's children better than Hank does. Oh, Grady. (laughs) Put that away. I'm hugging you. Coming in for a hug. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's really nice of you to stop by, but we're actually still in the middle. Hey, Hemi, put her there. Tall you are. Strong with the forces. This one. (laughs) Super Kyle, you remember your cousin Henry? Come on, Kyle, I'll show you the backyard. I think there's something dead back there. What? (laughs) Oh, I got you something special. Yes, a little housewarming. I was going to get you a bottle of champagne, then I thought, whoa, Grady, probably don't want to remind him of the good life right now. Very thoughtful. Yes. Thank you for the five-pack. He's definitely in on the Yoda thing and the boyfriend thing. They all love him. Yeah. He's, he, Maddie gets off the phone for him. We should point out, this is his brother-in-law. Right. Tilly's, and brother. Tilly's brother. And Tilly's family kind of doesn't... Like, the brother doesn't hate him, but they definitely have a weird rivalry going on. Well, I think, yeah, he's he's pleased to see Hank fail because mm-hmm. Hank has always considered himself to be better than Grady. And Grady's like, well, not anymore. Do you think? Do you think that like does Hank come across as like really putting himself above everyone else in the? Well, family? he's like a he's bossy and like an alpha jerk billionaire and, before. Like we're yeah. talking prior, all the stuff we haven't seen, not what's happening now, because he can't behave that same way anymore. No. We never saw his behavior before, but we should but see him starting at that point. And uh, the New York Thanksgiving and how that went and all that stuff. Like obviously he. And just the way he treats people, you can just tell that that he thinks he's superior. I think he pretty much says out loud that, like, I made you less like them and more like me. You're welcome. He says that in the other episode. Mm, I suppose that's true. Yeah, for sure it is. Yeah, and he wants that private room himself so that he can get away from them. He wants wants an an office. office. He doesn't want to, he's not ready to leave the business world. But he says it's also like an escape from... From the family. From the family. Right. Which starts a huge fight. Yeah. And also, we we have the part where Tilly tells him about the children, Moody, Maddie, and Hyper Henry. That's how you can that She had to nickname them. her own kids yes. so that she could keep track of them. Moody, Maddie. Two's a lot. And uh, he accidentally calls her that to her face and then blames it on his wife. <laughs> That's right. He it's throws what, her right No, up. it's what your mother calls you. I think she just got a point off of him right before that, though. You know what I mean? So that's like he was scoring one. Yeah, there. that was not a smart. They have move, a weird though, relationship. To like throw her under the bus like that. No, it was not. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was not good. Yeah. So Tilly says she's freaking out. She's never raised the kids without Consuela before. You know, <laughs> you're Consuela now. <laughs> Which reminded me of, like, I'm the captain now. Yeah. Like, did the person writing that see this episode and be like, oh, that's a good line. (laughs) I'm going to use that later. I'm the captain now. Anyway. So, yeah. That's basically that. Henry interrupts their fight. Uh, He thinks there's a ghost in a room because the bell keeps going off above their bed. Oh, yeah, we should mention. They're fired. They were doing so well for a second at the top of this scene. Right? Like yeah, they're, they're about to hook up. They're about to hook up, ringing that bell. Yeah, and then he was like, then she gave him the office, and then he screwed it up by being like, good, I need to get away from you. Yeah. <laughs> so he takes uh, Henry back to bed. It's his job now to take care of his son, and mm-hmm. but he has no idea how to 
um, comfort him, and he basically <laughs> like says he thinks his kid's an idiot. He also has yeah. a, a cat that they think is imaginary. That's in the other episode. Yeah, but, but he, does he like tell like read from his business plan or something? I can't remember what he Reads does. Something like. He's, like, lecturing him, yeah. yeah. And then Maddie comes in and, like, totally fucks with him. I know you like to use your imagination. And that is to be celebrated. To an extent. <laughs> but when that imagination becomes more of a liability than an asset, perhaps it's time to rein it in a bit. You with me so far? Good. <laughs> now, Franklin Roosevelt once said, The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. You've heard of Roosevelt. Famous. President. Dead guy. It's like we just lit those tuition checks on fire. Oh, your brother couldn't sleep, so he and I are talking. To each other? Well, I mean, when Henry freaks himself out, I usually just come in here and hang out. Good. Hang out. How does that go exactly? Uh, well... I sit on the bed. Facing him. Oh. Okay. Then what? Then I sing to him. <laughs> she sings to him? Really? Yes. I don't know what to sing. It's the singing, not the song. <laughs> oh, say Tells him that you have to sing to him to get him to sleep. Yeah. And she does it all the time. And he chooses the Star Spangled Banner of all yeah. songs. And they just start laughing at him. And he calls them awful children. He's the family clown and he doesn't like it. it he did sweet. He did sing the song. Yeah. He's, so he's that's trying. A, there's a moment there. He's definitely there. trying. Yeah. Yes. So he kicks Maddie and Tilly out. While ratting Tilly out for not voting for Obama. Yes. Again. Twice and in an episode. Maddie chases after her. And uh, this is the line that actually made me laugh. Was yeah. the only one in this episode was when Henry tried to apologize for the singing thing, and he's like, "She makes me do things." <laughs> and I'm just like, I can just see that dynamic, right? Where it's like, yeah, she probably does. Yep, all the time. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> she makes me do things. <laughs> Not negative or positive. Just that he has no control over his own life decisions. And she's then, the older sibling. Yeah, that's it. And he's a very weak child. Oh, you know? so weak. Yeah, he can't even do a good Yoda impression. <laughs> They fall asleep together, father and son. Yeah, in the morning nice. he goes to bed wanting nice, like 
bit of sleep because his back is killing him. And Grady's foot comes through the ceiling. And Kyle's. And Kyle's. Who we didn't even mention. The Kyle. son. Yeah. It is Grady. kind of a fun device that they kept moving from bigger to smaller beds in this. Yeah. Uh, I like, wish they'd I didn't taken know a bed could get any smaller. <laughs> yeah. I wish there'd been Which one is, more again, step. Which, again, goes to show like how many times in a child's life would you crawl into bed with him if he was sick or scared or whatever. In the first like 10 years of his life, he's never once done it. With either of his children, that's what that that that's feels like. You know what I mean? Mental. How is that even possible? Exactly. Right? Well, he's always had someone else to take care of it for him. But like yeah. that's if that's his first time ever crawling into bed with one of his kids and noticing, like, wow, it's it's nice. Thought maybe his kids had giant beds where they came from. Who knows? <sighs> I feel like you're right, though. I feel like even with their giant beds, this yeah. has never happened. I they bet they all had kids. maids and cooks and and drivers, au pairs, everyone to take care of everybody. Hired cuddlers. All right. Well, that was the pilot. Great. That's it. <laughs> well then, let's talk about episode five, which is called Thanksgiving. Aired in November of two thousand and nine, Hank discovers that his dreadful mother-in-law is coming for Thanksgiving. This is like number one of all Thanksgiving episodes. Or what? Uh, just in general? Oh, yeah. Or you mean this is the best Thanksgiving episode you've ever seen? Ever seen. I thought you meant, like, mother-in-laws always show up on Thanksgiving episodes. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. It's amazing that he's surprised his mother-in-law's going to show up for Thanksgiving, uh, right? Right. Like, what did he think Where does she happen? live? They didn't say, did they? No, they didn't. Seems like she, she would live a, in town. He says that he bought her a condo, condo in yeah, Myrtle so maybe Beach. she's like, okay. So she may so have just flown in? Yeah. That's right. They did pick her up at the airport. I think they mentioned that as well. That's right. So it opens with uh, Hank and Tilly and Grady and Don uh, playing another Don, playing uh, Monopoly, and Hank can't pay. And it's again, it's all just like Grady humiliating Hank and besting Hank. And so he gets so upset, he insists on hosting Thanksgiving dinner. That's basically the, yes. the whole point of that scene. They also say that there's a lot of jokes in this episode about, oh, you people are too fancy. You don't know how to cook. You well, had all these basically, caterers. There's, yeah, they've had a staff of people to do that before. In the times that they have done Thanksgiving in New York, Hank and Tilly were not the ones that cooked. Right. They don't know how to cook. They never learned. And there is a joke literally in the scene after they Grady and Donnelly were like, oh, we'll just Google turkey. I feel, <laughs> and that was kind of crazily out of place, right? Like, how to cook a turkey how might a be turkey? a better start than just turkey. Something. But you'll get there eventually, I guess. Yeah. So They would definitely tell you. It's not that hard. Well, it's like <laughs> they're treating one half of the characters like they're supposed to be rich, spoiled people who don't know how to do anything, and the other half is supposed to be these, like, poor people yeah. who are, like, hardworking, but everyone in the story just feels middle class. Like, it doesn't feel like they come from different social stratas at all. Yeah, that's true. They don't yeah. come off as that different in terms of the way they behave or speak. Except, like, Kelsey Grammer, maybe, because he yeah. always has that... That air of snobbiness. Yeah, yeah. that mid-Atlantic accent, that actor, the actor accent. Yeah, the stage actor accent. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, which I love. Definitely. I love so much. And Keckner's very Keckner, and he can come off as kind of, like, rough and tumble, I think. Yeah, he's he's But the, the ladies closest. can be interchangeable. But then again, they grew up in the same place, so they're not that different. But that's... that's I true. understand your That's point. true. It just doesn't feel... Yeah, you get it. You get Let's it. just... Let's keep going. Let's, Let's breeze through going. this. Hank steals yams from a grandma. He fights her in a store for them, which we don't see. That would have been a scene worth watching. Again, <laughs> yeah. All this stuff that happens on camera that we never get a he moment He insists, basically, that Tilly and he... I'm not sure how much of this work he's actually planning to do. We don't actually see him do anything. 
make literally everything from scratch instead of canned things or pre-bought pies or whatever. And they don't know what they're doing. So fresh, fresh. And they also bought a Turkosaurus. Yeah, which is just a big turkey. Yes, yeah, it's huge. Uh, Thirty-eight pounds. That is pretty sized. That's good. That's too big. That's, that's a good. And turkey. the kid, what's his name? Both the kids. Henry? Maddie wants to go to New York, and they won't let her. Henry. Henry has a cat named Marie. Marie. That they think is an imaginary cat, and everyone because, because of the leprechaun. leprechaun. And they, they say that in their car. There's a leprechaun in the car. Leprechaun in the car. I'm and it's pretty like, sure. Oh, this is such a long stage he's going through. Yeah. Like, at eleven, like that's not normal. It was pretty obvious that it was going to be a real cat. I yeah. guess at totally, this point. totally. Although I did not connect when they put the, they eventually put the turkey in the bathtub that the cat was going to get to it. I should have, but I didn't. Like, I why didn't would either. They why would it get the in there? Yes. Like yes. All the doors. Anybody could have walked up there as well and seen the freaking turkey That's in true. the bathtub. They try to rub the turkey in Grady's face, but he's like not shook at all. He's totally calm, and the reason is obviously he has an ace under his sleeve that. They don't know about, and he keeps dropping hints about, like, oh, we'll help you with, like, a mom-type Thanksgiving dinner, and and uh, Hank starts talking shit about their mother, his mother-in-law, their mom, saying some pretty nasty things. Yeah, he's... And he slowly figures it out, and like, oh my god, she's on her way here right now. And, and then uh, she's here. They freak out. Hank! <laughs> this is a statement, Turkey, and the statement is, hey, Grady, look how big my turkey is. <laughs> hey, guys! Hey, Grady, look how big my turkey is. I've seen bigger. Did I beat Dawn over here? She's going to swing by with a little gift she picked up for the host and hostess, and I think you're going to like it. Is it the 80 pounds of stuffing we're going to need to fill that saurus? You know, if you want, we could all pitch in and help with the cooking. And No, 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 we've got this covered. This kitchen is a funk-free zone. Suit yourself. Wow, look at this. Fresh yams, fresh cranberries. This is going to be a good old-fashioned Thanksgiving like the ones Mom used to do. Oh, no, no. Nothing that elaborate. Or unpleasant. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just slipped out. Well, if you're looking for a good gravy recipe, you know who's got one? Mom. <laughs> to make it the way she makes it, I need a bubbling cauldron and eye of newt. <laughs> sorry, this thing just keeps slipping out. <laughs> Hank, we get it. You're not a fan. I mean, can you blame me? The woman hates me. No, she doesn't. She doesn't like me. No, she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mom also makes a mean applesauce. She puts a pinch in Now you keep talking about your mom. She's coming. <laughs> oh, did I ruin the surprise? Mom is coming to Thanksgiving dinner that I'm cooking? Oh, my God. She's just going to criticize everything I do. Okay, when is she getting here? Knock, knock. Hello? Any second. <laughs> yeah, the, the great Swoozy Kurtz. Yes, she was good. She's awesome. She was good. She, Chain smoker. She felt like the most... Um, she is where I thought the rest of the family should have been on that side. Right. Like More that. on her edge, yeah. Closer to Roseanne. I hear you. She doesn't think Tilly can pull it off. She basically says that right to her face. She blames Hank for taking Tilly away and making her into this kind of person that can't pull it off. Yeah. If she had stayed, she would have learned to cook. And not worn heels in the kitchen, which is good advice. Mm-hmm. That is I good. Heels doesn't anywhere. Why? Why? 
Uh, Why? Tilly wants to ask Grady and Dawn for help mm-hmm. so that they can actually put up a good meal for their mom and she won't get shit on, but Hank won't let her. He doesn't... This is our Thanksgiving, yeah. he says. He refuses, although he doesn't seem to be doing much except getting his hand frozen inside the turkey. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that hilarious Turkey's bit. still frozen. Yeah. So they, that's why they put it in the bathtub. Because it doesn't fit in the sink. It's too monstrously big. Because it's a Turkosaurus. Mm, yep. And uh, the family wants to order Chinese food. They've already given up hope. And Dawn drops a stuffing recipe. I thought that was kind of funny. That was nice. She was, a, yeah. she was like a nice person. She She's sweet. the only nice one I in the cast. I wonder if they're... They were already together. We just didn't see her in the pilot. I guess. Cause I think so. Because he takes that king size. Kyle must have a mom. Yeah. He, he takes the bed home her. as a be- yeah, as an anniversary right. gift. He does. I brought you a used mattress. Uh, mom keeps walking in the kitchen and insulting everyone, basically. And uh, we find out she's buried two husbands already. Yeah. Her name's Evelyn. Uh, so Hank finally goes out and, like, lectures her and says, like, you've got to stop shitting on your daughter like this. And she's like, I don't have a problem with my daughter. I have a problem with you. Well, you can just leave that on the ground. That's fine. <laughs> Not littering if it's a cigarette. <laughs> you know, Tilly is doing her best in there. I was trying to help. You ever heard of constructive criticism? I have heard of it. I haven't witnessed any today. <laughs> May I ask you to hold off on whatever issue it is you have with Tilly until we get through this day? I don't have an issue with Tilly. My problem's with you. Yes, I know. I moved your little girl far, far away. But you see, people do grow up. They move away from their crazy mothers. I'm speaking in general terms, of course. (laughs) You turned her into somebody I barely recognize. What does that mean? I didn't raise my daughter to be a dingbat in the kitchen or wear high heels when she cooks. Or have children who have imaginary pets. Yeah, he told me. <laughs> but you took her off to New York and turned her into a highfalutin hothouse flower. And now you're back down here. Use my French, but y'all are screwed. Have I told you lately how delightful I find you? <laughs> Which he's taking out on her daughter. Yeah. And he's like, you guys are screwed. You can't survive here. You don't, you don't know how. Which might not be wrong. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's me. How hard do they think it is to survive? Yeah, that's true. And they just got there. Like, this is the first time. You can't cook a turkey dinner for 10 doesn't mean that your life is fucked. And she's been with him for, like, how long? Uh, 20 years. 20 years, at least. Right? Warm up a little. Also, this is the first time she's seen him since probably. Since everything went tops up. Yeah. Like, they, well, she's ruining this Thanksgiving. They, she was at their New York Thanksgiving, right? So, maybe. But that was before the bankruptcy, wasn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. I thought you meant since they, like, no. got married. Since, like, uh... It's just since, since he lost his money and stuff. Exactly. Gotcha. Uh, Maddie eats a microwave dinner. I thought that was really funny. That was cute. <laughs> that was just, good, like, that was good. not really in this episode. She just wants to go back to New York, but she just walks through the kitchen while they're slaving away and just, like, eats her own dinner. And I'm surprised they didn't get her into that story. <laughs> yeah, they didn't use her enough, I don't think, in this episode. But there's a lot of things going on. Uh, so then Hank and Tilly get into the fight about, like, your mom says I changed you. And, you know, like I said, I she thinks, like, you know, are you saying you improved me? Yeah. She's like, well, yeah, I made you less like them, so you're welcome. And she's like... You know, he's going on and on about, like, it's us versus them. It's priors versus funks. And she's like, I'm both. You can't make me... 
one or the other. No. That's yeah. not how it works. He says, using all the big words I taught you in New York. Oh, God. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then he realizes he forgot the Turkosaurus. Yes. So they run in to check on it, and... The cat's eating it. The cat, that was a great shot, though, is the cat all spread out on that turkey, like, hugging it. It was a very orange cat. It It definitely made me not want to eat it. Oh, God, no. But they're going to. (laughs) Yeah! They're still going to. They cut off all the parts the cat chewed on. Yeah, but not the parts the cat touched with its fur, because the cat wouldn't actually come off. It was just hissing at everybody. (sighs) I get really scared of cats when they act like that. Yeah. I don't like it. They yeah. like unhinge their jaws and they're like, I will kill you if you try to stop me from doing what I'm doing right now. They make like that high weird yowl. Yes. Mm, and like no, all no. the other times they're fine and nice. I don't like it. No. It makes me scared on the inside. He uses a squirt gun. And then Tilly quits and walks out of the house. Yeah. She just gives up. Uh, so he finally relents, Hank, and goes to his brother-in-law, sister-in-law, begs for their help, basically. First, he gives his mother-in-law a bottle of whiskey, I think it was. Oh, that's right. And the TV remote to keep her distracted. And then <laughs> takes everybody else into the kitchen and leaves her there alone. Oh, look, you look like the queen or something like that. <laughs> Ugh. And yeah, begs Grady for help, in which Grady responds, like, now I can't even gloat about your failure because you're so sad and you need help and you're being so <laughs> nice about it. Saying it's for Tilly. And he's actually super excited because he's got both turkeys in the car. He's got his deep fryer. Yeah, well, what is the lesson here? He only apologizes to them because he needs help with the food. Then he immediately goes and apologizes to Henry for not believing him about Marie, but only because he wants him to get the cat off the turkey. I think... (laughs) I think the the best interpretation, the best world's interpretation, is that it takes that much for him to realize how wrong he is and how much he needs these other people. Okay. And so he's like, that's the breaking point, and that just happens to be where it is. Not that he's, like, manipulating them. And then even Maddie offers to help, because she's not made of stone. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gives his, uh, what's his name? The Hen- uncle? Grady? Grady, the permission to... Put it in the deep fryer. Yeah, deep fryer. Like he's wanted to the whole episode. So he stopped talking about it. Runs off camera. As if, do you, how can he have a, a big enough deep fryer for a 38 pound turkey? It'd have to be so Who big. Who knows? It'd have to be so big. We'll never find out. We saw it. off screen. And it yeah. wasn't that big. He carried it. Yeah, through. <laughs> But yeah. then it's gone, and we yeah. don't get to see it, him like, drop oh, it in. Oh, look, everybody. They all run to the windows. He's dropping it in. <laughs> and there's a massive explosion. Kaboom. It hits a car. Car alarm goes off. He found half, half of it. Half of it. <sighs> and they ate it. And they all agree that it's better Thanksgiving than when they went to New York. What a half nice family really Thanksgiving. Good. And then, of course, Tilly gives Hank credit, at which point the mother-in-law says, these yams are cold. <laughs> and then the button for the whole friggin' thing is the Hank and Grady playing Monopoly again and arguing over the right way to pronounce words in the North That was theme. my favorite part. Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, I love the mispronunciation. Was that what the word was? Cement. Uh, Cement was used earlier. This was ambulance. Ambul- I don't know what he said. And insurance. Mm. Insurance. 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 It's just so ridiculous. It's not a strong bit to end this episode on. I don't think it's a... No. Are you guys ready for your quiz? I'm so ready. I'm so excited right now about this quiz. This show, man. This show. This is... Before we get into the quiz... I have some some great things to tell you. Oh, God. Oh, God. We can just agree this is a mediocrity, right? It was, yeah. Like, it's not bad. a 5 out of 10. Yeah, yep. a perfect five. Because <laughs> well, is it though? But because it it's could, not entertaining. I feel it's like it's not worse than a five. That's for sure. 
I feel like it could be better. You know what they could have done? Go outside. Go to a different location. <laughs> split it up a little. Or, and I, I like the... What was the... Oh, the savages. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like they the got, savages. But they got in a hot tub and they drove around true. outside. They, they like go big with their gags. This was all like st- go walk outside. Chat for a while. Walk inside. Chat for a while. Yeah, no like visuals. The, I feel like the majority of the budget was going to Kelsey's salary. I completely agree. And he's an EP on this show. Yeah. That's then he and he's he badmouth this show afterwards. I have things to say. Okay, hold on. Let's do this. Question one: In episode two, what is Hank's first step back into the business world? Oh no! Is it a a lemonade stand with Henry? Mm-hmm. B selling wrapping paper door to door with Maddie for a school trip. C scented candle parties with Tilly. Or D, a yard sale with their new neighbors. That is interesting. I go f- sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that like the lemonade stand and the yard sale both seem like kind of... Even the wrapping paper, the wrapping paper door-to-door, the wrapping paper is a nice touch. Um, but the first two, like lemonade and yard sale, are so well-trodden that they feel like the choices for this show. Well, I'm going with D, which is the, the, the yard sale. sale. I'm going to go with A, lemonade stand. Which an eleven-year-old? Do you think an eleven-year-old is too old to run a lemonade stand? I would say so. I considered that also as a, when I put it as an answer. Oh no! It's D. Ah. I thought you want know, He's weird. Maybe he would do it. He totally would, and he Hank would be embarrassed uh, at first, would. and then he'd get obsessed with it. It's one nothing for Saskia. Question two: In episode three, where do Hank and Maddie both get jobs? A, the local movie theater. B, the local mini putt go kart spot. C, the local ice cream shop at the mall. Or D, the local bowling alley. Wow, so, oh, for a second I thought we were going there. But I bet they just come home every day. Is Sam Levine. So we meet their boss. So they may actually leave the house. The man Levine. Oh, they get this job at this place. I'm going to see. They do go there. Because they could have just come home in like a uniform and been like, another lousy day at the bowling alley. No, I watched it. I watched this episode. Okay. Ice cream. C. My final answer. Ice cream shop at the mall. I'm going with movie theater because it's Sam Levine. And I can see him managing a movie theater. The answer is ice cream shop at the mall. The, the description of the episode just said mall, so my my it was mall and then ice cream shop, and then I was like, I better see where in the mall they actually work, and it was an ice cream shop, oh and I was like, shoot, God. I could think of another fourth option. <laughs> All right, it's two nothing. Question number three. In episode four, a bored Hank becomes focused on which of the following? A, teaching Tilly to change a tire. B, teaching Henry to fix a toilet. C, forcing Maddie to do SAT prep. D, all of the above. E, none of the above. Oh, dear. I'm going to go with D, all of the above. That would seem the best is that he's working on all of his family at once. Without (laughs) working on something of his own. That seems to have legs. I'm going to go with B. Teaching Henry to fix a toilet? Yes. The answer is all of the above. Ah, that was right. Catching up. It's two to one. I just wrote three to one. All it's I have to two do to one. is get the next two right, and I get that precious, precious TV donut. Question four. There's no more donut questions because we ran out of episodes. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, fair. In fair. the pilot, we learn Tilly calls her kids Moody Maddie and Hyper Henry behind their backs. What charming nicknames did my mom give my brother and I right to our faces? Oh, boy. A. Troublesome Tim and Hypochondriac Hannah. B. Terrific Tim and Hilarious Hannah. C. Tantrum Tim and Handful Hannah. D. Terror Tim and Hair-Raising Hannah. Or E. None of the above. I just couldn't come up with five solid questions about Hank. I'm going with A. <laughs> I'm going to go with T. I can definitely wait, wait, wait. What was D? Terror Tim and Hair Raising Hannah. I'm going with that. You're going with <laughs> Hair Raising? the most creative answer. It's A. Damn it. Troublesome Tim and Hypochondriac Hannah. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. That wasn't my favorite thing. Okay. It's a tie, guys. Yes. Okay. It is coming down to this final question. What did Kelsey Grammer tell Jay Leno about Hank in a 2009 interview? A. He's excited to be on a new show he thinks will last as long as Frasier. B. He only agreed to the show because of his costly third divorce. C. He met his fourth wife on set so it was worth being on a crappy show. D. He called Warner Brothers to ask that the show be canceled because it was too unfunny. E. All of the above. Oh my god. Uh, This is for the win. I know at least one of those is true. I'm going with E. I have to also... It has to be. E? Yeah. No, it's D, guys. Uh, he called Warner Brothers to ask the show to be canceled. Okay, I need to read... too funny. I need to read this quote to you. Please. According to an interview with Contact Music, Grammar knew that Hank wasn't working. He felt the Thanksgiving episode was very funny, but the next one was lacking. He said, honestly, it just wasn't very funny. We finished, and I was like, oh boy, there wasn't a laugh in the house on this one. <sighs> and I called the president of Warner Brothers, and I said, listen, when can we put a bullet in this thing? Oh. The actor says it was taking a lot to even drive to work, knowing that he had to look f- what he had to look forward to. It was just too much work, and the drive here was killing me. I live in Malibu, which is only 20-something miles away, but it could take two hours one way. We were rehearsing for 10 or 12 hours, so my whole life suddenly was gone. So this man, who was an EP and the star of the show, instead of trying to fix it and trying to make it better, trying to make it funny, he gets, what, a hundred people fired because he doesn't like his commute? Fuck him. (sighs) I mean, they finished the show. Ten episodes? The ten episodes? That was the order, right? Yeah. Until he pulled a bullet in it. They're There's somewhere out there. Sure there are five There's ep- no more ten episodes. episode orders. It's like you go in for That's a full true. season. On ABC. Yeah. On ABC of all things. You suck. Anyway. I'm we a, do not recommend. No, do not watch Hank. Watch Frasier. It's a waste of time. Yeah. I'm a huge Kelsey Grammer fan. Um, no. I mean, not as a person. I'm a fan of his acting. I'm a fan of his acting. As a a human, he's a horrible person. He's a terrible father. He's a drunk who's been caught multiple times on DUIs. He's not a good guy. No. And, uh, but he has his stage voice. Oh, he's so funny. His timing's amazing. And his comedic timing is great. Again, Frasier, oh. right? Like, he refused to rehearse. He refused to learn his lines. Like, apparently he was, like, the worst to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, move on. Hopefully we'll pick something better. something better. We're sorry that this episode's only 35 minutes long. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's you're fine. right. All we have you to don't say need to hear anymore. Skip it. All it's you not worth your time. It's just All right. I need you to waste. close your eyes for right. one second. I'm looking away. Okay. Tell me your favorite part of Hank. Oh, my favorite part of Hank must have been around the 15-minute mark of episode one. When you realized you had another 25 minutes to go total with the second episode? 
Okay. Here. <laughs> Zach, don't look. A horrified look from I from need you Saskia. to pick a number between 1 and 912. I'm going to tell you this time that is in order of date. But I'm not telling you if it's like new to old or old to new. Okay. And please factor in usually the lasts and the tops are just like outliers because the things not filled in properly. Right, of course. <laughs> they have no dates. Yeah. It's, or it's like in a different format than the other ones right. or whatever. XXXX. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 912. What do you want, guys? It's Pierce's donut next. Okay. I'm going to go with 716. I'm going with 490. Okay, you can look now. Okay. okay. All right. So, oh my god. What do you see, Saskia? The last one I, at the bottoms was Seinfeld. No. 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 <laughs> 716 is charmed. Oh, oh my god. 1998. Oh. That would okay. be a great one. Oh, yeah. Chirama was so close. And the Sopranos was right above it. Oh my God, what is we're, happening? Yeah, we almost got Family Guy. We're too. guaranteed a decent show. Charmed is pretty Charmed hilarious, is pretty and good. it's gonna be a good donut, I think. Four hundred and ninety is Criminal Minds. Huh. Talking about procedurals. Talking about Manny Patinkin. Let's do Charmed. I don't okay. like. I don't like procedurals. Let's All do right, it. let's do Charmed. All right. I've seen my. A, lot, a bunch of it. I've seen most of it too. Great. Well, enjoy my quiz. <laughs> it's going to be a but real like mess. Sporadically, it's been a really long time. I never watched it on purpose, but just not sure how much I remember. Sometimes when it was on TV. Okay. Should we be doing a? Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll do it. We'll do It'll it. be awesome. All right. Tune in next time, guys, for a much better show than this. Yeah. Yes. Oh, enjoy those clips. The power of three. Yay! Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bart, any last requests? Well. There is one, but... Nah. No, go on. Well, you have such a beautiful voice. Guilty as charged. Uh-huh. Anyway, I was wondering if you could sing the entire score of the HMS Pinafore. Very well, Bart. I shall send you to heaven before I send you to hell. And a two, and a three, and... We sail the ocean blue, and our saucy ships of beauty... We are sober men and true, and attentive to our duty. I'm called Little Buttercup, poor Little Buttercup, though I could never tell why. What never, no never, what never, hardly ever, he's hardly ever sick as see. For he himself has said it. And it's clearly to his credit that he is an Englishman. He remains an Englishman. Now, the final curtain. Hold it right there, Sideshow Bob. You're under arrest. By Lucifer's beard!